Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to episode number 17, No Words Barred Podcast. I'm Mo, joined by my man Chris Mack. How you doing, bro? How you living? How's everything? Man, what's going on, man? Um, I'm doing all right. Uh, had to see my Wizards get thrashed earlier, but other than that, it's all good. I'm peaceful, man. You know, Thanksgiving's around the corner. Yes, sir. You know, so I'm, you know, I'm definitely ready to, you know, rub on some ham, hopefully some turkey too, mm-hmm. mac and cheese, you know, you know try, try to get something going, you know. I hear you, bro. I hear you, bro. Uh, I mean, my bulls are getting smacked by Indiana tonight, so it is what it is. Um, kudos to Indiana for uh, doing what they should do, facing the team on the back end of a back-to-back. Um, but yes, that's not an excuse because, you know, you know, that's the way the schedule is made, and you got to work with the schedule. So, but anyway, regardless, we're still top three team in the East. And, um, you know, we're coming off of a, a rather big seven game, um, you know, uh, away trip. Uh, well, you know, not away trip, really. Seven game uh, gauntlet, as I said, mini gauntlet, just to see the make yeah. of the team, uh, how we do. And, um, I remember I had said before we had started this string of games, like the next seven games uh, were going to be big. And, you know, if if we could gather up at least a four and three record um, after it, then um, I think it's a pretty successful trip or a successful uh, seven game streak. And lo and behold, um, even after this loss, um, it's I feel like it's an inevitable loss because, like I said, we're so down down by so many points right now. Um, we're going to end this seven game stretch at four and three. So uh, I'm pretty, I mean, y'all got the the Rockets in the match. Yeah. yeah. So y'all can definitely bounce back. Yeah, definitely. Big, big game on Saturday night. Uh, I guess another rival of yours, uh, the Eastern Conference, uh, the Miami Heat. I want, I want us to beat Miami so badly. Like really, I, I want like that's a, I, I don't blame both. you, man. For for us, it's it's another one of those measuring stick games for us in the East. But I just I wanted to beat them so badly, and it just sucks because you know I, I've I always loved Jimmy Butler, man. I, when he was especially his years with us, um, you know he's just one of those guys that no matter what team he's on, um, I'm always going to have love for him. The same thing like with him with D, yeah. D Rose, you know, yeah, you know, even though Rose is on that that terrible Knicks team, which we beat last night, by the way. Um, Roads of East, too, if I'm not mistaken. Well, listen, the first game, see, I, I the first game, it, it, it looked, I know we lost by one point that game, but yeah. the Knicks, number one, almost threw that game away in the end because of uh, uh, Kemba. <laughs> he had one of his, mm-hmm. you know, late fourth quarter giveaways and they were shooting like we were shooting pretty pretty bad like we had a lot of open shots and we was missing them so it was like the score was kind of misleading so that's why i didn't really fret about it that first game we faced the knicks so i already knew yeah. that we was going to beat them the second time around and lo and behold we did that so you know i'm pretty happy and satisfied um so that's why i'm not even you know i'm like yeah we we lose you know, against the paces tonight, and it, it is what it is. Um, I'm not mad at that. 
as long as we beat the Knicks, <laughs> I'm I'm pretty cool and copacetic, man. Uh, That's for sure. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. But overall, though, um, you know, I think it's safe to say with both of our teams, we're pretty uh, we're happy with where they at, uh, what done, what they've done so far. It's just a matter of who is going to be more consistent um, as as time goes on, especially you know the whole month of December and stuff. Um, it's going to be a grind, but uh, but hey, you know what? I'm pretty happy about how things are going so far. Pretty excited, and given how we've done this without you know a couple of our guys, I know Kobe just came back, um, you know, a couple of games ago, whatnot. But um, but yeah. You know, we weathered through the He's storm. Looking pretty nice too. He's looking all right. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, had, he had a good, he had a good breakout game against the Knicks last night. So, mm-hmm. so, so I was happy about that. But you know, same thing with y'all. You know, y'all. It's just, a, it's just a schedule, man. It's yeah, just a matter it, of schedule. It's, it's a tough schedule, but I'm glad we um, we um, picked up that win against Miami. Uh, we had a home and home with them last week weekend. Yeah, they beat us in Miami. We ended up coming back from a 15 point deficit. Mm-hmm. And winning the second game back in, um, back in back in DC, uh, but we end up losing to Charlotte, the, you know, a couple of nights later. But we also try to come back from that game as well. It, it, it was just a little too late, you know. Yeah, I mean, Charlotte's not bad either. They're they're we're like we're they're two games below us, and um, not only in the standings, but uh, you know, in also division rankings as well. They're eleven to eight. We're eleven to six. So it's just the fact that we haven't beat them yet. Um, luckily, just like with you guys, uh, we have a couple of games that we could bounce back with, uh, with mm-hmm. Orleans and Oklahoma city, uh, as we begin our, um, road trip, uh, and we could, hopefully we could squeeze out some wins there, you know, uh, and try to get back on the road. Cause yeah, it's, it's, it's tough. It's about to be a grind, especially coming into December where there's a lot of teams that we could easily beat, but you know, we still cannot take them lightly whatsoever. No, no. Not at all, not at all, at all, man. But hey, man, it's um, uh, it's going good, you know. Um, it, it, Golden State is still running through teams. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're still looking great, man. Um, which is uh, you know, what more really can you say about Golden State that that hasn't already been said so far this season? You know, it's just it's just everybody's pretty much just waiting to do the longer way to return to Clay and you know yeah. and, and see how that everything turns out with that um. I think the big the big thing about uh last night, man, LeBron, bro, that whole thing in Detroit, that that, that was, was that was that was it, it looked like it was going to be another malice, man. It was, it, I know. it, it had that feeling. Yeah. It, it was crazy too that um that you know, um they they actually did suspend him uh, along with Isaiah Stewart. They suspended him for uh, two games because of um reacting the way that he did after yeah. taking a shot to the face, which, yeah. you know, I mean, it was kind of warranted the way he did react initially, but he was just going fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. After yeah. that, he saw red, I, I, which is, I mean, he saw red. He was really from his eye and, you know, and he was just raging out and it felt like he wasn't even trying to charge it about. He was going to try to charge it. Anyone that was wearing a Lakers jersey at that time, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> running over right. his coat, running over coaches, running, yeah. over, running over teammates, Cops yeah. weren't doing anything. They were just standing there while he was wilding out. And you know, yeah, it was it was it was it was quite the moment because um that incident, I don't know, I think it did lit a fire under the um the Lakers ass that night. And Russ, you know, he just went off in that fourth quarter. 
Uh, yeah, but the Pistons, man, they're 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 a good team. They're they're like as far as I can say, they're a good young, talented team, but they're young. Yeah, so they're going to lose a lot of games, and they're going to lose big leagues like that too. Uh, I guess a team that's on the ball, you know, when they're on, like the Lakers, and but they're going to have to rematch this weekend already at Staples, <laughs> and both I say, uh, hopefully. And LeBron will be available for that game, and um, I don't know. I'm like, I'm interested in seeing if either one of those guys would play, uh, especially LeBron. I I I don't want to see him conveniently sit out the game due to uh, quad tightness or some shit like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now, granted, the suspensions, you know, they're warranted and it makes sense. You know, I'm, you know, I, I mean, yeah, like I I I think. That that fist look that fist look pretty malicious, man. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not. I'm, and, and you know, it's funny. No, I want to say this. Like, ever since Isaiah Stewart came into the league, it seems like a lot of the like a lot of veteran bigs, you know, or a lot of veterans in general would be trying him, and and they try to get under his skin, and yet he will rush up on them with no fear whatsoever. And the guys will tend to back down. They will try to laugh it off, but they will back down, like Blake Griffin. Mm-hmm. I say it got in Blake's face twice since he left Detroit and went to the Nets. Uh, he got had issues with Joel Embiid, uh, the Morris twins, specifically Marky Morris. It, it was during a Lakers game too. Yeah. So you know, you know, Stewart has had his run-ins with a lot of these guys, and it, it's not going to stop. Which makes it, which makes this Pistons team really a must-watch team for me now, mm-hmm. because you know, of course you have like the talent of Kate Cunningham and and, and Jeremy Grant. And Sadiq Bay, you know, they always look good. But just Isaiah Stewart, just the the intensity that he brings to the squad, and that 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 enforcer like you know presence that he has that's reminiscent of like those Pistons teams of the past. <laughs> you know, it, it makes them it makes it it makes it really interesting to watch, especially now you know with the rule changes and the physicality is being up now in the league. He's gonna he's gonna find himself in a couple more scraps this season. <laughs> uh, so don't be surprised if he gets a couple more texts. Maybe two more ejections, and he becomes like, uh, like the boogie replacement of sorts when it comes to his antics. But <laughs> yeah. he's so good; he is so very good. He's already showing promise as a defender, even for yeah. his size. That's a big. They try to so, sell. Yeah, so I'm like, I'm, I'm want to watch more Pistons basketball as a result of this game. That's what you call they try to sun him, man. They they were trying to sun him on that court, man, and. and- Hey, kudos for the guy. Kudos for him for sticking up, man. Like he ain't like he's like I don't give a hell who the hell you are, how long you've been in the league, how much like what your superstar status. I don't care. Like if you're going to try to if you're going to try to embarrass me, try to push and shove me and all this other stuff. Like dog, I'm going to come right back at you. I man, I I love it. Even though I will say if this happened during the, the David Stern days. Yeah, I don't think that's just only a two game suspension. I think that's <laughs> he, he gave probably fifteen. Who knows? Right, right, <laughs> right, right. Exactly. <laughs> that's exactly. why I was actually I was like I was looking at this. I was like, damn, how many games he's going to be out for? Because I'm like, I could see five. I was thinking five when it happened, and, but for him to just get two, yeah, and to come back <laughs> for the LA games, <laughs> it's just it's just icing on the cake, man. Yeah, but I mean, unfortunately I, for LeBron, though, he's going to have to miss out on the Knicks game. 
Yeah, you know, I always love seeing LeBron kick the Knicks' ass. But um, the Lakers, they'll be all right. They'll be all right. They'll, they will they can still get the job done. Even though it was funny, though, uh, with the whole thing in Detroit last night, man, R- Russell Westbrook, bro, <laughs> he was ready. He was ready to box. He was where he was squaring up. Like, come on, man. Like, come on. <laughs> like, DeAndre Jordan, like, if he, if DeAndre Jordan wasn't there, and this guy would have came at came at Russ. I really do believe Russ would have just started start swinging, man. Like I know AD was in the back, like from watching all the different camera angles and stuff like that. Like AD was like being held back, whatever he wanted to go. Yeah, to, yeah. He, he wasn't trying. To, he was trying to break a, a, a fingernail or anything of that nature. Yeah, <laughs> he, he always be checking his nails every time he gets hit. He does not. First of all, <laughs> if there is anybody that does not need to get in any fight and need to get suspended or injured or anything like that from the fight, Anthony Davis is the one guy they do not. They don't need him doing any of that shit. Um, cause he, he is, uh, in all due respect to LeBron, um, Anthony Davis is the key person on that team. Like that's, that, this we saw last year. He showed, he showed it last night too, man. Stopping yeah. K Cunningham with those two big blocks towards yeah. him and sealing it with, um, you know, exclamation point bucket yelling at Jalen Rose in the crowd. <laughs> I was like, damn, like that, that, that was the only game I really focused on during this weekend other than the Wizards heat. <laughs> and it was it was pretty intense. Uh, just how that how that finishing stretch went, and yeah, yeah, AD he was mouthing off on those old the former Pistons players. I don't know if it was Pistons the Pistons players or the Pistons fans. Right after that, it was it was quite it was quite an experience. It was a fun game. Um, good, good old and Mellow and Mellow Mellow man, he was great too. Uh, he was like five for seven from three. Those are all they all he took was threes, and he made five of them. You know, he, uh, he had um, you know, what's yeah, he had five of them. Also, um, he also tried to scrap too during the altercation. He was getting t- he was talking to the security guard about it. I think Corey Joseph came walked by to the locker room, probably check up on Isaiah. And Melo confronted him and said, What you doing here? <laughs> he had his hoodie on with the towel. Right, and right, about right. To, yeah, I was like, What the hell? Yeah, yeah it was it was looking like something. So I would like again, I would not be surprised if, you know. Like a, a fight does end up happening because you know there's only only so many security guards and coaching staff members that would just run up to a player in time before yeah. they start flying. Yeah. Well, I wonder when is the next time they facing against each other because I could promise you now it's going to be on TV. NBA TV this weekend. This is this, this really weekend. yes. Oh man, they play together oh. this weekend already. Oh, they're going. They, I think NBA TV is going to find try to find a way to flex that game. They got to flex that. They got to yeah. that game off the you, string. You, you got to take advantage while the iron is hot, man. Strike while the iron's hot. Like, just, I mean, come on. Don't th- the NBA loves us anyway. It's old school Lakers, Pistons. Come on, man. Come on. It has that feeling of the 80s. Yeah. The 80s it's be on su- yeah, it's on some Sunday, Sunday, 930, uh, Sunday night, November 28th. So that's that's pretty much the nightcap game uh, for in the league. And, yeah, I mean, all eyes are going to be on that. Just for the strength of that alone, after what happened in uh, their last game. Perfect, perfect. Is, is I'm assuming it's happening in L.A. this time. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, yeah, yeah. The Pistons going to be in L.A. So, uh, I yeah, I see it might get his get back. I feel like I see it's going to get his get back, even if it's not on LeBron. Someone's going to get touched. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like it's like imagine if he bodies somebody on a dunk, like he posterizes somebody, right? Like yeah. oh. 
He gonna be talking the most shit. He is gonna be talking the most shit. <laughs> Somebody is gonna catch feelings, and they gonna say something back to it. like I, I don't know. It's like I can envision that happening. I mean, I don't want. Don't get me wrong. I don't want any type of fight. I like. I don't want any of that stuff happening again. You know, but it's just the, the just the emotion factor. Like I, I like and the intensity. Yeah. I like I want to see that man, but you know the, the way the league is, it's like kind of like with the NFL, man. You can't really show much emotion, and cause you get penalized for that shit. So it's like mm-hmm. you have to do it, but you have to do it with the confines of the league, which is who knows what the hell that is anymore. You know, it, it depends on who you are and, and and the team and whatnot. So you know, hey, you know, it's whatever. But at the end of the day, though, I'm hoping that is a good competitive game. And like I said, NBA, they love when they see these old school rivalry, when these rivalry teams have that old school feel to it. And like I said, the league will, will always love that 10 times out of 10. You know, that's why they like, that's why they always like, you know, when, when you know, when us, and like in the mix, they're doing well, you know, they're facing each other and they're doing, they, they playing good games. They, they, they're on an up, upward swing. Like the league loves that shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's, so, I mean, because the drama sells. It does, man. It does. It's the NBA, man. But you know, I, I, I'm, I'm interested. You know, I'm very interested in seeing. Um. Yeah, seeing this rematch here, and again, like, what what's what's going to transpire also. Uh, when the Lakers play the Knicks, even though LeBron won't be playing in that game, uh, it's still Russell Westbrook at AD and Madison Square Garden. Right. You know, it's still the Knicks. Yep. Like, they're, they're, it's, their tempers are going to flare one way or another. Definitely. Definitely. You know, especially if the White Howard finds himself on the court. So, oh, God. Oh, <laughs> you man. know, so, so tempers are definitely going to flare for sure. Hey, man. It's, we're going to see what, 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 what turns out. On Sunday, man, we're gonna see what turns up. But before we go into anything else, I gotta ask you, man, you watching any of the, the, the NFL games on Thursday for, on Thanksgiving? Uh, or do you intend I, to I, watch any of the games? I, I might, maybe. I'm not too sure because okay. um, I'm also I, I know the Cowboys are playing, um, but I, I, at the same time, I'm like, so I mean, they're playing the Raiders. You know that that should be a pretty mm-hmm. interesting game. Uh, uh, yeah. But, I'm not really like at the same time. I mean, I might be able to watch it because okay. of, uh, cause I'm watching Europa as well. You know, you got the Europa uh, games happening there also. Okay. So it will, like, since it's a 430 game, I'm, I'm likely going to watch it right after the Europa games. You know, it, I would just be filled with sports the entire way through. Uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, that might be the only game I watch. I don't really care about the Bears and Lions or the Bills and Saints for the matter. And, you know, Dallas, they end up getting hammered by the Chiefs. Um, the other night, and you know, I'm like, I'm not surprised about that loss either. You know, it is what it is. Yeah, you know, I mean, they have Amari Cooper. Not that it will help that much. You know, that like Chiefs defense is better. <laughs> Simple as that. I will say this though about the Chiefs: it's kind of interesting how all of a sudden they're top in their division now, and they're like, I think in in the whole conference, uh, they must they're like top three in the conference now. No, top four. They top four. four. They're tied. Yeah, they're, they're, they're seven with, and four right now. Yeah, after after a pretty slow start. After but you all also of know that. who else? 
You also know who also is in seven and three and seven and four at the top of their division and right up at the conference. The goddamn New England Patriots. The Patriots, man. Them goddamn seven and Patriots. four. You know, even t- you know the, the the Tennessee Titans. You know they they started off slow too, and they're now eight and three. See, you but know, the thing the, about the Titans. Right, so this Go ahead. This is just weird, you know. It, it's but in the Patriots case, it's like I look at these teams that are at the top of their division or the top in the AFC, and I, I, I don't. None of them scream danger. You know, none of them scream legitimate threat other than maybe Tennessee, and yet, and and, and, and the Chiefs to an extent. Like the Patriots. Let's be honest here, man. The, the AFC East is just as bad as the NFC East. Oh, but the AFC East has been like that forever. You know, man. So I'm like, like so it's like, of course, you know, it's, it's the teams that win the most games in that division end up winning that division. So, but you know, New England, you know, they it's a system. You know, as long as Belichick is still there, they're they're going to perform well when you know the players that he has get used to the system and they you know they have the guys that they ha- that they have around there that they're going to perform well, but they don't screen threat. So I I'm, I'm not concerned about seeing what they're going to do in the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, I, I will stand by the fact that Tennessee is still the team to beat, um, even without Derrick Henry. You know, um, I think at this point, uh, and I think they did say that Henry's injury, like he'll he'll return in time for the playoffs. So mm, okay. it's if, and I think that's the best case scenario. But I mean, I don't know. Derrick Henry's a freak of nature, bro. Like so, yeah. And while we know I, he might come back by week fifteen. That's that's what I'm saying. Like I, I can't, I can't, I can't count that out as as a possibility. So, um, but still though, like to me, they're they're still the team to beat. Um, obviously, you got to watch out now for Kansas City. Now that they're just, you know, now they're starting to be on the tear. Like they just suddenly remember who the hell they were. Um, you know, Baltimore, they're there. They're the two seeds, seven and three. And you know, I mean, Baltimore, it, it's weird. Like. I don't know. It's like with Baltimore, I think a lot of people still just like it, it. They they are great with coming back, you know, with come from behind wins. But it's like they need to be careful with that, though. They need to be very careful with that because that shouldn't that shouldn't be a, a, a good trend. I I mean, I know it's good that they come back and win the games, but it's kind of, it's just alarming that they're you know they be falling behind. And then they scratch and claw, and they have to go through all of that to win the games. Like, I, I, I would like to see them win a dominant game against, you know, uh, and I don't know what their schedule is. I don't know who who else in the AFC that they playing like that. I don't know if they're facing a, a New England or a Kansas City or whatever. No seems out of the, uh, out of their own division. But um, I would actually have to see real quick, honestly. Um, not really, no. I mean, they're not really, yeah. Because really, for the Ravens, it's just a bunch of divisional games. To be honest with you, the only non-divisional mm-hmm. game that they play, well, Green Bay, they play Green Bay. Uh, so okay. So I mean, it's that's that's a big game right there uh, next month. So you know, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Rams too. They face the Rams on. The day after New Year's Day, so hmm. they got a couple of games, but well, everything else is within the division. It's not like the division is a slouch with them either. So, yeah, uh, for, for like again, um, running back to Dallas, like their strength of schedule is like one of the easiest strengths of schedules that we have going forward. Um, 
You know, we have the Raiders on Thanksgiving. Then we played the Saints the very next week. Mm-hmm. And after that, it's just our divisional games. So the only tough game coming will be the Cardinals. That's it. Like, so right. we play Washington, the Giants, Washington again, Arizona, and we round off the season against Philly. So I'm like, uh, I'm pretty like if all, all you know, if, you know, if, if push comes to shove, we should win almost all of those games, and maybe split with Washington. But yeah, and probably yeah. probably have a tough one with Carol um, from Arizona. But mm-hmm. we we still we shouldn't lose any of those other games, especially if we're being considered as uh, Super Bowl favorites or Super Bowl contenders for the matter. Yeah, yeah, you know. Just just off for the sheer point, because I, I want to see people like Lily tear themselves over this. Uh, give me Tennessee and Dallas in the Super Bowl, all right? Give me that. <laughs> I want to see that. I just out of curiosity, see how that goes. Um, but uh, but yeah, I yeah I, I had to throw I had to throw that quick NFL stuff real quick. But um, but uh, one thing I know that that I know you specifically want to talk about um. I'm not really knowledgeable about all that stuff. I know this is more of your ter- your area and more of your domain. But um, tell me, what, what's with this whole thing with Manchester United, bro? Like, explain that whole thing to me. What's going on? With all that? right. Okay. So, um, so after uh, a three year tender tenure with the um with the club, uh, Manchester United has uh fired. I would say fired. Um, Oli Gunnar Solskjaer. Uh, you know, it's just after a string of bad performances with the team uh it's it's just been it's just been just been hell to watch man uh they they get destroyed by liverpool at home uh i believe it was it was four four to four to no four to nothing lose to manchester city in the manchester derby two to nothing which was actually a worse performance than the liverpool one uh and we struggled in the champions league despite being the top of our group uh we had to like scrape wins in the end Due to Cristiano Ronaldo hitting either game winning or game time goals, and most recently we get destroyed by Walford, who was just recently promoted to the league, and they 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 beat down United four to one. So after all all of this time, you know, we we only now the team has only got one win in their last four games, four or five games. With one game coming against Tottenham, which ironically enough was not the best one to have as a win, because that led to them to Tottenham firing their manager and hiring one of the candidates that should have replaced Arnie to begin with in Antonio Conte, and now they're turning out pretty well. So, so now with this, um, with um, Ollie, he's a he's a he's a club legend. Like he was playing with Manchester United in the late '90s and 2000s. He scored, which was really considered like the greatest goal in Manchester United history uh, against Bayern Munich in the European Cup final in 1999. You know, he he's you know again he has this legend status, lovable guy, everyone loves him. He's a good dude, but he's just not the guy for the job. And he wasn't a guy for the job for a long time. Uh, but, you know, uh, with the organization that Manchester United has, it, it's, it's, it's piss poor. It's po- run poorly. You uh, Think about it like um, the Garpex era with the Chicago Bulls. And and you have, you hmm. know, these owners here in the Glazers, which you could be fond of too. They also own the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, oh. They, they uh, the, the Glazers... 
they don't know a shit about soccer. You know what I mean? They don't really give a fuck. They don't come to the games. They do not attend Old Trafford. Uh, and they they really just be using it. it. They're owning them. Like, owning this team is just a way of them making more money. Like, it's, it's a brand. They're using Manchester United as a brand because they're still one of the most popular teams in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, that their, their jerseys always sell. They, you know, they always have this popularity along with, like, Real Madrid and Barcelona and PSG and Manchester City. You know, they're, you know, they just like to make money off of the club as opposed mm-hmm. to investing into the club and ensuring that the club can produce the best product available for their fans and on the field. Now, we're in a situation that Ollie's gone, but there's not enough candidates, you know, available right now to replace him, or good ones for that matter, because they either just let them pass by or they held their hands too long when things were just looking bad for the team. Hmm. And now, um, Mauricio Pochettino, who is uh, the manager of PSG, this is this is something that should be interesting for you right here, uh, because we can um, tie this to other sports down the line. Okay, he is currently like again, he's currently the manager of PSG, uh, which is um, the club, a soccer club in France, the one at the top, the top club in France, uh, which also is like the one of the richest clubs in the world, also with um, you know the with the the Qatari ownership that they have, and they have some of the best players in the world in every position, including. Leo Messi, Neymar, Kylian Mbappe, you know that they're they have huge aspirations of winning the Champions League, which is like the biggest tournament in you know European football. Right. Pochettino, on the other hand, he's more interested in coming to Manchester United because Manchester United and the Glazers are Woodward at Woodward, for example. He um he was interested in having Pochettino there as the manager when he was with Tottenham at one point. But when Ollie Gunnar Solskjaer came in, uh, and he started drinking off of, of a sea of victories, that their interest kind of waned, and Pochettino just slipped from their fingers, and he later gone left to go to PSG. Uh, but in PSG, you know, it's it is just as toxic as Manchester United is, if not more. Uh, <laughs> even with all this great talent that they have, and you know, there is they these players, you know, they don't really take no for an answer uh-huh. when they come or they don't really like to be disciplined with certain managers. Uh, the, the work environment there is toxic. The ownership, they, they appease to the players more so than, you know, to the um, grievances of the manager. And, you know, Pochettino, even though they're the top of the league uh, and, you know, they could easily probably run away with winning the, um, you know, the league title in, in France in the Liga. They they want to win the Champions League, and there is uh, probably a growing concern that Pochettino at the helm can't get it done there, and he is frustrated of trying to manage all these multiple personalities, you know, with, within the squad, and he he's likely interested in returning to England and taking the Manchester United job, and that could happen, you know, Manchester United. All they have to do is just try to pay off an astronomical fee mm-hmm. to just take them out mid-season as opposed to waiting till the summer to get them. And I'm like, I really want for that to happen just so we could just get our guy and just get it over with. Mm-hmm. 
uh, and you know let that happen. But the fact that you know Pochettino is more interested in trying to turn around what was going on in Manchester United and rebuild the not really rebuild the club, but try, try to um, hold the fort of a ship that was damn near sinking um, early in the season and get us back into um, form would be cool. But the fact that you know in soccer that coaches can leave mid-season and join another team at any time is pretty nuts. That's wild. <laughs> that's wild. And that's we don't crazy. see that we don't see that that often in American sports. No, that sounds like the with college basketball now with the whole transfer thing. Like that kind of kind of related to that how, you know, granted it doesn't happen in mid-season, but it's just it's just happening so much. Like this just it's a wild concept. I guess that's that's the for me it's just the concept yeah. of this. It's, it's just wild as hell. Like what? Like, it's, it's, it's crazy. Just just imagine, like you know, in the NBA season, like if uh, fucking um, like I don't know uh, what, like Mike D'Antoni was still mm-hmm. coaching, right? And, and he decides to leave, like what? What? Because he's leave um what Brooklyn to go to go to uh Philadelphia in the middle of the season. <laughs> wow. After coaching coaching the team halfway through, like the Sixers bought him out, as opposed to like you know him getting fired. He they bought him in order to him to coach the team. You know that 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 would be that would be pretty fucking insane. Hey, Chicago Bulls, if you guys ever want to, you know, like buy out Tom Thibodeau, <laughs> Tom Thibodeau from the Knicks. I mean, yeah, I'm like, if, I mean, you can't, you kind of can't do that. You can't trade for coaches, right? Did Doc Rivers get traded? To the Clippers, yeah, yeah, yeah. When he was, he got traded I mean, from Boston to the Clippers. Yeah, you can't do that. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I mean, it would be interesting to see if the, you, know, you just trade coaches midseason. <laughs> that's that's an insane concept and thought. That uh, I mean, I would love for my Giants to like trade trade like like dog. Like, let's trade all the coaching staff. Let's everybody on there needs to go. Yeah, the whole, the whole, the whole staff could get wiped out too. Like, right, right. I've seen, I've seen like this has happened with um another club. Like uh, I don't know, was it? I think it was Shock. Yes, it was Shock. Shock did this. Um, and I think another team has done this too. They fired their whole coaching staff twice in the <laughs> same season. The entire staff was t- fired twice. <laughs> and I was like, damn, <laughs> like it's ruthless over there, man. Like, like if you go on a bad string of games, man, they they will it will just cut you quick. It doesn't even matter, man, because all all it is is about winning. Like if the top clubs, the top clubs will get rid of a manager easily because if they're not bringing the results that they need. Same with the teams that are just getting relegated or on the verge of getting relegated, they will fire a manager to try to bring someone in to keep them in the league. So I'm That's like, and I would love for that to be more you know common. Here in the states, where we just see coaches just get fired left and right because the team's just ass. I mean, <laughs> does I mean NFL happens? I feel like it's there's so much coaching turnover that happens in the NFL. So I mean, I guess in a certain sense that it, it's somewhat similar to it. I mean, it's still football. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, at yeah. the end of the day, it's still football. Uh, still football. But, <laughs> you know, it's like the, you look at the Jaguars and the Lions, right? Like, come on, like. Why are those guys still coaching? Whoever's the coach of those teams, why are they still fucking coaching? They, they don't they, fire the whole staff, though, dude. It's just the head coach. It's just they, the head coach. just wipe out the whole damn staff. Like, <laughs> 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 I mean, it's easy. 
Like you're right. trying to find a suitable replacement right there. They should have they have mostly when that happens, um uh the replacements already lined up before they, you know, they go and do that. Like certain things like they have the replacement lined up and they just get rid of the whole staff. <laughs> I will say that this yeah. does I have seen this happen in, in, in hockey though. Like in the NHL, I have seen stuff like this happen before. Um, you know, not this is another thing like head coaches, you know, whatever that happens. But there has been instances where um, not just a head coach, it'll be a head coach and a whole staff that gets that gets fired. And I mean, it, it's does it happen often? It doesn't happen often, but it has happened before. But um, oh yeah, but it, it's 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 still regardless. It's an insane thought to think that a whole coaching staff could get fired in, in the middle of the season. Like that's. That's that's something else. Like it, like how do like typically from from your from from your perspective when that does happen, does it normally does the team normally respond well after the, those times? Oh yes, or- yes, uh, yes. There's actually uh, there's something that is called the new manager bounce when it comes to uh, you know uh, soccer clubs having um, a new manager that comes in. Like they perform well almost immediately. Mm-hmm. For the first two or three games, it did, you know, you'll see if, you know, it will hold up well or the cracks begin to show. Uh, Manchester United, they play um, in the Champions League on Tuesday against Villarreal. And Michael Carrick, who has been part of the United staff um, as uh, their tactics um, director, he is um, standing in as the interim manager. He's the interim, interim manager right now before okay. they try to get the replacement. So it's very likely that this team will respond and play well, uh, hopefully, uh, in this game. Because as far as I can see it, um, these last few games, it, it looked like that they gave up on Ollie. Like, mm-hmm. they, they did not want to play for him. Uh, and it, it was like because they, they weren't responding to any of the tactics or, that there was, or the directions or instructions that were given, or they just – we're just ignoring him and doing their own thing and watching the Wofford game. Um, it felt like that too. Like a couple of players that, you know, that felt like they were iced out by um, Solskjaer, um, namely um, Jaden Sancho and Donnie Vanderbeek. They were doing their own thing, and but it looked good with him and with um, Vanderbeek and Sancho and Ronaldo linking up and passing the ball around, trying to create chances. It looked nice. Like that was the only good stuff, the flashes of brilliance between those three that, Looked fine throughout the game before we just got annihilated at the end. Uh, but I feel like, you know, it, they should play well, um, it, it, especially with new managers, too, when they come in. Uh, they do change a lot of stuff. They, they try to change stuff. They will um, they will probably keep a hold of philosophies that the previous manager will have, but they will start adjusting lineups, moving rotations, dropping players that – either play too much or worse a previous manager favorite in order to play guys that never really had time and mm-hmm. get a chance to show themselves so they could figure out what the squad is going to be for the future. And it does, you know, that does actually inspire the squad and get in the team and gets themselves going and have some competition in order to uh, keep them place, keep themselves on the team or, you know, or keep them, keep themselves getting minutes because, you know, not every manager is going to like a player. No, and, and this is and the fact. The fact of the matter is, we this uh, this team needed something like this. Uh, you know, it it was just it was down in the dumps. 
Um, even though we're like seventh in the league, we've been, we started off pretty well. Uh, it's it, it it was just it was just a matter of time. It was just, it was a matter of time. We needed a new a new voice uh, in the locker room, and and we needed to see some of these other players get get a chance. Like we like the team like Manchester United has bought Jaden Sancho for eighty million, bought Sweet. Danny Vanderbeek for like maybe fifty million. And they barely they were sitting on the bench for most of the season, you know. And now they're they're starting to get a chance to play, uh, and we're, we're going to probably see a whole lot of more of them now as yeah. the season progress. And 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 now with a new manager, we're, we're likely going to see the ownership um, be pressured into buying and selling players in order to make our team better. So. Yeah, I'm 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 all for it, man. You know, but yeah, sometimes it can be good. Sometimes it can be downright awful, and I've witnessed all of that in my time as a Manchester United fan. Jeez, man, <laughs> it's it sounds very <laughs> damn. Soccer is ruthless as shit. <laughs> it really is, man. <laughs> I've been like telling I've been telling folks it, it, it's just, it's just funny. You know, the scandals be crazy. Uh, the drama is intense, like off the pitch. It's not like even on it. It's off of it. It's it's fucking crazy. There's some great stuff. Like I enjoy it so much, man. Like it sounds like on like in, in backstage, like behind the scenes, like there's some like mob shit going on. <laughs> like there is some underhanded yes, that, mob that, shit that happens going on. too. That definitely does happen as well. Oh my god! Sure. Like oh. there's 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 some there's some crazy entertaining shit that happens. There's some downright. Sick shit that happens that you know that I I can't even like uh, express or describe here because it's just so awful. But you know, but it's, yeah, man, it's 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 quite it's quite a dramatic, entertaining um, sport. Twenty four seven, three sixty five. Jeez, man. Oh, oh man. Bless, 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 bless y'all that 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 follow that stuff, man. Like I would have easily got lost in. Lost in and all that stuff. I need to. I need to. I need to look more into. It. I need to. I need to watch more of that. Like I remember my old boss. Like he's a Tottenham um, fan, and so he. God bless him. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, he's. He's. He really is a diehard Tottenham fan, and uh, I, I always remember him talking about them. And, and I had no idea what the heck he was talking about. I mean. I like I, I know about the team now. I had no idea of their existence before he had mentioned them. Uh, you know, for me, like I, I, it's been well documented. My whole soccer knowledge is is uh, World Cup. I just in the Olympics. You know, like those are the only times that I actually really follow any of that stuff. You know, but uh, but outside of the like the the, the superstar names, like you met, like you mentioned Messi. You know, those guys. Uh, you know, I know about them, but. It's like outside of that, man, I have no idea. But thankfully, you are the perfect resource for that. So <laughs> I try, man. I try. I try. I, you know, you know, uh, I have friends that are well more fastly knowledgeable in this than I am. But, you know, I, I, I do my best. Hey, man. I Hey, listen, I and the hey. listeners appreciate that, man, because, yeah, <laughs> a lot hey, of us hey. have no idea. Yeah, man. And, and speaking of, of firings, man, I mean, I guess this is a, quite a good segue to uh, know Ooh. that uh, that a lot of guys get get chopped up and cut out. Easy. Yeah, WWE is not stopping, man. Nah, <laughs> they're just man. still firing they, niggas. They they are just uh, it's it's ridiculous to think about in the past um, six months. 
if you think about it, the past half a year, um, how many people have been released? It's uh, it's kind of scary. And I know everything is is due to what they say budget cuts, um, but man, uh, like the late, I think the the, the latest in case you're under a rock and had no idea what's going on. Um, uh, the latest uh, releases from WWE include uh, Swerve Scott, uh, uh, literally mm-hmm. everybody from Hit Row, all of Hit Row, <laughs> all of Hit Row, all of all Hip Row is gone. Uh, Tegan Knox is gone. Uh, Drake Maverick is gone to uh, I think Slapjack. John Morrison. John Morrison too. Uh, yeah, Shane Thorne uh, and Jackson Riker. Yeah, they're, they're, they're all they yeah. all been, they're the most recent cuts now. Uh, right, right. Out of a total of eighty three superstars that was been released Jeez. this year. Eighty three. Like mm-hmm. that's insane. That is really insane for eighty eighty three people released in this one calendar year. Like that's wild. It, it really is less than a calendar year. Like it, it's yeah. It's unfathomable, it, really. <laughs> yeah, because it's all this started um after WrestleMania. Exactly. Like when that boatload of cuts happened, it was like, "Whoa, what the fuck?" <laughs> yeah, seen, man. Like, oh. like we saw like Samoa Joe gone, and then and then he came back, and then and then you got you know later you got Braun Strowman getting released, you know, and Alistair Black, and and it did fucking um Brady Wyatt too. Yeah, didn't did Andrade didn't he get released also this year? Uh, he technically had his contract expire. Okay, because I don't think it was a full-on release. I'm not too sure. I think he was granted his release. All right. Uh, it was much different from you know the unexpected cuts because he requested it quite a while ago. Gotcha. And it just granted him his release. Jeez. But other 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 guys, yeah, they they were just cutting folks. That's right. But majority of them were from like NXT. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, like it was it, it was folks that weren't even on TV. Right. You know. It, but a lot, like a lot of the main roster guys, they were folks. They were ones that were just recently called up, like Hit Row. Yeah, or you know, they were called up but weren't used, like Tegan Knox, you know, or Shane Dorn. Like I'm, I'm surprised that um that Drake Maverick even um stayed as long as he did. I don't even know why they even called him up because I knew he was going to get released again soon. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you it's know. just you know, I think for me. I think the thing that kind of annoys me is like, and I don't know the inner workings or the thinking, you know, how, how they plan out really who they pick, like which person, which that, that they decided want to release or, or whatnot. But it's like, if you're going to go into the, if you're going to make a package, like a video package, you know, of somebody that's being called up to the main roster and you want people to be invested into these characters, that these people that, Obviously, they they well known or established. If you watch it NXT, and then you you know they get brought up to the main roster, and you know, they build that excitement. Or for people that wasn't aware, and they trying to you know make people get, be aware of who they are and stuff. And then for them to just be released like within the snap of a finger, as soon as they get to the main roster, it's like what in the hell? Like it like it's confusing. It's confusing to the people that really want to try to you know be invested into these characters and in a sense it almost feels like you just never know who is next on the chopping block who yeah is man next? you don't like you really I'm don't like, know and nobody's like, off almost, the board 
like folks are getting folks are getting fired on SmackDown. Right. <laughs> like SmackDown was aired live and days to just get dropped off. But again, you know, most of those guys were like those are NXT guys. Like they weren't getting dropped off like right on the show. Like it would be funny as hell if we was like watching a segment on Raw and the one person that was on that segment they get released later in the after later in the evening. You're like, damn. <laughs> I'm like, they must have really fucked up. Don't don't be <laughs> Hey, listen, man, don't don't you never know. You never know because I at this point, anything can happen in the WWE as they as they always used to say yeah. back in the day. Yeah, so, yeah, anything still can happen. <laughs> right. and, you know, the funny thing about it, this motherfucker Vince, man, he he's still, like, in a way, it's like he kind of pokes fun, you know, at still, like, threatening to fire people. <laughs> After all of this, it's like, damn, man, this, this nigga is just crazy. Yeah, he man. really is. But, I, I, you know, but, you know, I want to say what, what, in Hit Row's case, um, uh, it... it it was really weird because, like, it, as far as B-Fab getting dropped, I, I kind of saw that coming. Like, I, I watched her, like, in NXT, and I saw, like, how she wasn't wrestling as much compared to all the other women. Yeah. And yeah. then I actually saw her wrestle. And I was like, oh. <laughs> oh, 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 this, this is not good. <laughs> like and she, and, you know, is it, it, it really? She's she's a gorgeous woman, like and, yeah, beautiful. And she's not bad on the microphone. She's her promos are okay, but yeah, she she. I mean, she wasn't going to really offer a whole lot on the main roster. No, nah, like, especially nah. especially if her matches or her, her, her corner looked that bad. I mean, she was doing some stiff ass kicks and not good stiff kicks. Like it's like her leg was like moving like a fucking uh, wooden. Like branch, <laughs> <laughs> trying to kick something. Oh and, lord! And then um, you know, and, and but but for the rest of the group, I mean, I I figured that Swerve was going to be a, a good mid card star. Um, I don't know what the fuck Adonis is going to be. Like I, I didn't know what he was on NXT because yeah. I barely saw him wrestle. Uh, yeah, even and then in Top Dollar's case, you know, you know he's good on the mic. He can rap. Spit some bars, but that nigga. As soon as he got to the main roster, <laughs> oh my god, yo, he got so irritating and annoying on Twitter, and oh, it, it, he was not helping his case at all. Feuding with the fucking young bucks, like over sneakers, uh, talking about bullshit on you know dropping freestyles. I don't give a shit about <laughs> all, every other day. If it you did. It did no here's it did here's the death knell here. They started to try to get him in a program, right? With Jinder Mahal and Shanky. And Shanky cooked their ass <laughs> with his own freestyle in his native language. And then Top Dollar had to respond to that by rapping. <laughs> Man. First of all, rapping over the Indian beat see, and then making curry jokes. He uh, was finished, man. Uh, no. <laughs> he was finished, dog. Man, the Indian partners was like, oh no, fuck that. He gone. And uh, he was done. That 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 was it. If anything, Swerve and the Dodge should be pissed at that nigga for fucking up their um <laughs> their run, if anything, man. Because because you know, he he was wilding out. 
you know, it's not it's not really all on the you know. I'm not going to say you know. I'm not being a shill or anything, but right. You know, some of these dudes, man, they fuck it up for themselves. Damn. They, 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 when they get the axe, they're like, what do you expect us to be mad for? <laughs> we saw this happen in real time. <laughs> My thing is like, if you're going to come at the young bucks, first of all, the young bucks, they're 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 troll. They they love trolling people, and. It's like, especially when it comes up to social media, like you gotta take, you, you have to look at when they when when they come at you when they say or do shit, and they have their moments where they could be annoying, but you gotta look at it from the lens like they are super trolls. Like that's that's the thing that that you know is part of that, their character. Like they are they 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 make fun of a lot of shit, and they make yeah. jokes of a lot of shit. Yeah, they're and, annoying white boys from Rancho Cucamonga. What do you expect? Right. And so you really can't, you got it. You can't really get pissed off at them. You got to take what they say with a grain of salt. Let them speak their piece. You know, let them have their moment. Let them make their joke, whatever. And, and that's it. But if you're really going to feud up, feud with them, like, they, this ain't like, in all due respect to, <laughs> to, to top dollar, like, these guys, they're 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 experts at this social media trolling shit. So, yeah, you're going against people that you're you're in a losing situation, and you're going to come out looking bad, regardless by being real seriously mad at the shit that they say, especially when it comes over sneakers. Like, I mean, come on, I don't know. Like, I, yeah. I've seen them, I've seen them make yeah. dumbass shit that I say stuff on social media, and I'm I shake my head or whatever, but. I don't know. Like to me, I don't take it. I don't. I don't really buy much of all this stuff. I don't buy into all the trolling stuff. I'm like, all right, whatever. This is their stick, and that's who they are. And all right, that works for them. That apparently that there is a large group of people within wrestling world fan base that loves the shit, and that's what makes them. That that's what loves makes people love their character. You know, they're not to mention that they're they're pretty damn good wrestlers. They're 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 a good team, but still, the majority of it, as far as is just they talk a lot of shit. They make a lot of jokes. People love that shit, and you know, and they back it up somewhere in the ring. So I could understand that, but hey, man, it's it still sucks though. And at the end of the day, with all these releases, man, you know, it, it really is, and it's it's tough because. You know, and I remember like the the one thing people were questioning, like, is it anything, any of these wrestlers been released due to like any vaccination reasons or they didn't get vaccinated or whatever the case is. And, you know, I think the company has said, you know, none of these things, none of these releases have been, you know, it's not vaccination related or motivated. You know, this is simply just budget cuts. Now, if you really want to, you know, if you want to believe that, that's your own thing, you know, whether you want to take their word for it or not. Uh, I think you kind of alluded to it in before, like, for example, Nia Jax. You kind of alluded to it before. Like, she kind of seems like she's on the, the side of questioning anti-vax, I guess. I don't know. But uh, with, with some of her, I guess, stuff that she tweeted or, or likes on, on Twitter, whatever the case, or maybe on Instagram, but whatever, you know. Um, yeah, she'd be wrong. But I think, like with with her, she I think her thing was like she wanted a you know time for you know needed a mental health break and 
something about the company wasn't allowing that. And it's, I don't know, it was some weird shit um, that I, I just don't know. I don't know the truth to anything. And you can't, you can't take these rumor mill dirt sheet things, you know, too seriously. Cause you just don't, you just don't know what the real truth of, about it is. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, a lot of these wrestlers, like it's, it's, it's pretty hard for them, man. Um, the, the options, I mean, there's options, but, um, you know, I, I, it's just who, who knows what direction each, you know, these, these people go, do they go to impact rate? Do they go to the AEW route? Do they go, you know, overseas? Uh, do they go back to just indie? You know, I, I, I don't know. You know who knows our, what our, our top dollars case. Do he go on Smack URL or whatever the battle rap shit that he got going? Because man, that's all I can see for that nigga. <laughs> well, maybe that's and maybe that's is going to be his new his, his route that he's going to have to go. You know, I guess I don't know. Like I, I admittedly, like I, I I liked Hit Row, but I it was just like I said, it was majority of them I never saw wrestle. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, I'm just saying, like I, I just I, don't it, recall it, really seeing him wrestling a lot on TV. It, it was it was just Swerve, man. Swerve is Swerve is a real good in ring guy of the crew. Yeah, and um, uh, I'm, I'm sure you know once his 90 days are up, we will be seeing him in Jacksonville. I'm like, you know, whether it's uh, to replace Leo Rush or you know just a few with him, who knows? Yeah, but <laughs> but I, I don't know what kind of quota they have going for it now. So you know, I don't know, you know. You have to figure that out, but he will be there eventually. So I, I will be looking forward to that. Um, but for the rest of the crew, I don't know. I yeah. really don't know. What that worse? We're just going to see more of them, more of the goddamn songs that they be putting together. That I'm just not going to listen to. But they, they're going to be dropping a video once in a while here. And here. <laughs> hey, you know, but uh, but another person that out oh, those recent releases though, I, I will say that that was met with sadness uh, at least within the women like tia knox uh yeah man now that yeah, one was that one was fucking yeah that was upsetting in a way that you know we never really got a chance to <laughs> showcase herself yeah um yeah. you know other than that you know i'm like i mean she should have tried to have do something with her something should have got done with her you know honestly but uh, but also you know this is also a woman who had like two knee surgeries. Yeah, and, unfortunately, you know, and who it's it's very unlikely that you know even if she did get something going, she it, you know chances are she was probably going to get hurt again. Yeah, that's that's the one thing I always see in the back of my mind that you know Tika is going to get hurt again. But again, she never really had a chance to really do something. Yeah, you know? so that one is upsetting. But I know she's going to be back on her feet soon enough too. Well, like a lot of these folks that are that did get released, they're going to be back at it. Yeah, you know, like I said, whether it's on Impact or AEW or uh, MLW too. You know, I mean, there's there's three promotions in Florida, so yeah. <laughs> so you know, so they they'll, they'll have something. You know, they they might find themselves, you know, on that um, super show in Qatar in February. Who, who knows, man? Yes, yes, you know, there's a lot going on. Which you had told me, Braun Strowman is being part of that show. Yeah, Braun yeah. Strowman will be on that show, and allegedly, no, Brian Danson will be too. So, I, I'm well, just wondering, Brian you know, what, what, like, like, what, 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 you know, I, I don't know. Who, who knows, man? I, I'm, I, I really like what, what was going on with that, uh, with him um, turning heel again. So, or, or at least portraying himself as a heel. 
uh, in this uh, program from Hangman Page. So, correct me if I'm wrong. That maybe this is my interpretation, but is CM Punk a heel, heel again? Because I don't know what's going on in that fucking company. Uh, honestly, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just I think, asking. I think, Punk, I think he's, I think he's just, you know, he's still a face because he's about. I think he's about to um, embark on a program from MJF. Okay, so, but he uh, was, but yeah, he was booed against Eddie Kingston. In that's what I'm saying. Which was, like, I'm like, again, I don't know what the fuck's up with that company. I'm like, I'm like, what do, what do y'all do? Do, do you want? They, they, they like, I don't know why, why they would really want why why like AEW fans in particular. They they really want everything to be done their way, or you know, get everything get the fans what they want. Like eh, you know what the wrestlers if they want them to turn heel they should turn heel because they said so. Uh, that that shit's kind of not fun. <laughs> but I mean, fortunately enough, Brian Danielson and CM Punk are far above any other talent that is there on that roster. They can make it work. And they can easily make it work, especially in Brian's case. You know, he oh, yeah. he he is being the guy as former WB guy, yeah, <laughs> main event wrestler, and he's presented himself as that, and that's great. You know, because they kind of need something like that. As in Punk, you know, he's actually doing shit that matters now. You know, he's going to elevate a guy that needs to be elevated in MJF. I just hope that you know he uh, MJF is able to get a win on him because if not, then I don't know what really where they're going with that either. Yeah, I mean, I think we all kind of assume like when Punk came in months ago, and we were sh- trying to predict what his trajectory is going to be uh, as far as the future. I guess like the first few months after he had joined the company, and you know, we 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 all knew like that first match with with Darby was you know it was, it was whatever. Um, and it's just a matter of him just, you know, two things, him getting in a groove and, and another thing was, you know, figuring out, you know, what the programs that he'll be, you know, a part of, you know, who he'll be wrestling and stuff like that. Um, I mean, so far it seems like it's been on par with what I expected. Um, you know, I, I wasn't expecting anything big and grand in the beginning, but, uh, and I think we we kind of just also thought like you know if if he could have if Punk could be like on a heel, you know a heel streak, then that probably would be better suit him suit him better than being a just mm-hmm. a face the whole time. Now now mm-hmm. that you got Brian Danielson that's 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 on the heel side of stuff now, um, you know it, it's. Which I don't mind that either. I, I don't mind that. It, it, to me, I always felt like his best his best work when he was with WWE was him as a heel. Yeah. I mean, if, if you really think about it, the whole yes, yes shit started when he was a heel. Yeah, so, it started when he was a heel. So, I mean, like you said, like him and Punk, they're the type of guys that they could pull off the heel stuff. But it also, at the same way, like the fans, they're going to love the shit anyway. Like, that's the thing about... Yeah. You know that that's the thing about and and, and it's not and, and I don't and I hate knocking on AEW fans, you know, because I I know that you know a lot of those fans they're just and they're in the same ways how WWE fans are, you know, mm-hmm. like 
they 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 want stuff to happen their way and their time and, and whatever. Um, but I think there is always a lot. I always feel like those people are still somewhat in a minority as compared to just the overall big picture fans. Because I really feel like there is a lot of people that are just, you know, they're kind of like me and you where, you know, just present us with a great product. Just present us with a great product, um, you know, and and good entertainment, good matches. And and really, that's all we're asking for or want. Like, I don't care. Like, it's people will always have their opinions and want stuff this way and, and, and be, you know, fantasy booking you know organizations and stuff but um just just give us something entertaining you know that 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 you know just throw us a, it's okay if you throw the, throw us a bone every now and then but you don't got to mm-hmm. do it like every single time like no nah, it, it's not cuz it's not helping anybody out it's not helping the product out it's not helping the fans out as much as they may think that it is um because it just what happens is that you just create a quick burnout cuz and you yeah. just you're just looking for just like almost like a you know get rich, you know plot. You know you're just trying to find a quick hit and a quick fulfillment, and not everything works that way. Not every there are certain things that work perfectly that way, but then there are certain things that it takes time and you have to have a slow burn and all that stuff. But I mean, AEW's trying, man. Like they they they're going through growing pains. Like they are going to go through growing pains, and. I, I have a feeling, man, like I, I, six months. I always like to look at things in the six months intervals with when it comes up to wrestling. Um, so, uh, and I feel like six months from now, I have a feeling that we will be talking about more positive than negatives um, with them. I think eventually they will find a footing that is going to appease not only the people that want everything, you know, the fantasy chair bookers um, and, and but at the same time, will appease the people like us, where we just only just just give us something, just give us some top top quality entertainment. Like that's all we asking for: presentation, entertainment, good mm-hmm. matches, and they they're going to find their equal footing. They 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 are, you know. It's just a matter of they just got to figure stuff out. They're still young, man. They're still a young organization. Uh, so yeah, you know, and, and you know, like you look at like full gear. I I, I was. I wasn't able to really watch Full Gear a lot um, because it was kind of hard trying to find a way to watch it without mm-hmm. me having to pay for the shit. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> times are hard. <laughs> but, uh, but I mean, and I'm pretty sure but, you you I really mean, you I, watched the whole thing, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. But I, I was actually doing um, adult shit. So I was okay. um, you know, going outside and, and living my life around that time. So uh, I did. I, cash, I caught the replay of it. Though, okay. Later in the week. And yeah, I, I thought it was okay show. I thought it was all right. Um, match uh, of the night. Uh, for me, the match of the night personally, I, I, I loved um, Punk and Kingston. Yeah, like that. That was like it was. It was everything that it needed to be. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, it was like it, again. It, it showcased more the strengths of both workers as opposed to you know their flaws right now. Yeah, because, you know Punk is not the wrestler that he used to be. Mm-mm. And you know, and Kingston, I've never really again. I wasn't that big of him as a you know wrestler per se in ring, but I like his character. And they just had this straight up fight, pure brawl. Um, Punk got bloody. It was it was brutal. It was quick. It was intense. And you know, I enjoyed it. 
And it was everything that, you know, that she really would like for um, a match that, you know, that had this type of intense, you know, blood feud style build to it. Yep. Um, uh, I thought that um, Omega and Paige was good. Um, very good. But I, I did think it was as great as the match I thought it was going to be, especially with, you know, the um, the situation that it was in and, the, you know, and, and, you know, and the um, ramifications, you know, with, you know, being a big title match and, mm-hmm. you know, finally being the time that, you know, Paige becomes the guy. Uh, because the crowd, they just sound exhausted, you know, just, just watching it. Um, and I also really like, uh, dang, what other match that was on that card that I enjoyed? Um, because I, I really, it was just like I think it was just that that punking punking Kingston match that really was, was solidified it for me. And um, Paige and Omega, everything else was okay. okay. Uh, G, G, um, Darby MJF, I thought it was really good, but I, 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 but you know, there was some stuff in there that was just corny. You know, like it really like the rate, the 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 in the in ring. Grab, grapple with Sanchez and whatnot went again. That was looked like it was supposed to be a blood feud, but they, um, you know, they, they, I'm the story of the match, you know, they, they, he, MJF specifically wanted to be a wrestling match. So I understood that, that he was going to beat him with a wrestling hold and he, he did by ways of cheating, but he beat him with the wrestling hold. So, but it was, it was still a good match. I mean, it didn't really have to be long though. They, they gave, you know, they gave him like over 20 minutes. Um, but it was still fine for what it was. Uh, I didn't really. I was really disappointed in Miro and Brian Danielson. Really? Huh. Uh, so far, that's Danielson's worst match in AEW. Um, uh, you know, it never really kicked into another gear. Um, pardon the pun. Uh, and you know, <laughs> I think that's just more on just Miro. Like you know, he he's he, he's he's okay, but he's not that good. Uh, as a wrestler, um, you know, you know, but I like his character. I like it a lot. Like he's a great character. You know, it's much like Eddie Kingston. You know, but in ring, he could only go but so far. And, and you know, if Brian Danielson can't get a good match out of you, I don't know what to say. You know, that's very yeah. true. That's very you know. True. And that was it. Was just it was just it was okay. It was just too slow. And a lot of fans thought that way too. That you know, it was just too slow of a match for for those two. You know, they expected to be a little more violent than it was. I mean, it was still physical, but um, and, and the finish felt anticlimactic in a way. You know, so I wasn't really you know into it. I, I'm, I'm, you know, I was in a way surprised that Brian won, but I was not upset. I'm happy that mm. it, it turned out that way, especially now. Yeah, considering that he is the right guy to try to put Paige over. Yeah. you know, as a legitimate star, and you know, if anyone could do that, that would be Brian. Um. There was another. I felt like there was another match on that card that I liked. Was it the Lucha Brothers match? No, it wasn't. It was good though. That was a good match too. Um, against some FTR, but it was it again. That that match. I mean, it also felt like a Styles clash between the two. But it was another match that didn't really get into another gear. The crowd wasn't really you know hot for it either. Um, you know they. They weren't really hot for a lot of stuff. Didn't, didn't you? Didn't you say? Um, wasn't the Jurassic, Jurassic Express? Didn't they? The Jobber Express. Oh my god! So <laughs> this match here. All right. Oh so, gosh. Uh, Jurassic Express and Christian Cage. She went up against the Super Click of um, Adam Cole and his Young Bucks in a Falls Count Anywhere match. 
match went too long too. Um, twenty two minutes. It was it was fine. You know, it was okay. But this, but Dave Meltzer rated this shit five stars. <laughs> no one uh, in that crowd would tell you that that match was five stars. They probably thought it was a fun match. Uh, probably man. thought it was really good at times. But no one in that crowd would say that was a five star match. Golly. This motherfucker gave this match five stars simply because the Young Bucks is in it. That's what all he does with most of the matches that the Young Bucks in on pay per view. See, it's all Omega, and it's just everybody can see the jig, man. Everybody sees the jig that this dude, you know, I'm like, I don't know why he's bending it over backwards for these guys. I told you, and they're doing the same thing for him, which is crazy. You know, I'm like, you scratch my back, I scratch yours. Like, yeah, that's that's, just, that's what it feels like. You know, what they're what the what they're uh, the way that that he uh, treats his promotion and you know how he covers it. Uh, it, it doesn't really feel like it's um, impartial at all. <laughs> and I mean, if you look at the damn match ratings for Full Gear, you would know that it's anything but unbiased. It looks obvious and blatant and ridiculous. And you know, it's his opinion too, which is understandable. You know, that's his opinion. That's how he feels. But this is just stupid. <laughs> I'm like, you can't take this man seriously. Yeah. Like looking at these ratings, I'm like, Patient Omega was five and a half stars. I'm like, it, like it was a good match but it didn't feel like that mm-hmm. like the, like punk and kingston getting four and a half that felt like that i could be i could take that you know what i mean as a rating even though i, I rated it a little bit lower uh but i still it felt like that you know it had that type of energy um but the rest of the car my like brian and miro get four and a half no it was probably a star short i could go i could give that three and a half just because brian Nelson made something out of it but other than that, the rest of the card was not that good. None of the matches were that good to be rated that highly. Well, right, man. And, but yet, you know, I mean, that, that's 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 Melser for you. Uh, you know, that's how he feels. You know, that's how it is. But it was again a fine show. It wasn't better than um all out, and it wasn't better than some of their previous pay per views. You know, it, but it was fine. still a fine show. You got a, you got the big title change, which matters most. That's it. Yeah, you got your number one contender. And yep. You had a couple of good matches and some fine storyline progression. So, and the fucking um, American Top Team Inner Circle feud is over. Thank God. So that that that's out the way. <laughs> so yeah, so we're all good now. Um, I'm I'm interested in seeing what they uh, do. I think uh, Battle for the Belts is um, next big show. It won't be a pay per view. I believe it's going to be a Dynamite special. Okay. And that's where um Paige and Danielson is going to be taking place. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, we're going to see how that turns out, man. I wonder what Meltzer is going to give for any of the matches. Um, in last night, um, Survivor Series happened, and which was a pr- another which pretty solid pay per view. I'm fair. I'm fair to say that he actually do rates them quite fairly. Um, in, in certain WWE papers, so I'd be like, okay, that's cool. He does not go overboard. He doesn't break the scale of any of their matches, but for some reason, he will still rate like some of them, like the matches. He will rate some of them a little fairly. Yeah, he might underchange the women's matches from time to time, but you know, like the main event matches, like especially the Roman matches, he will still give that like four stars here and there. So I expect it to still be like a four star match between. Him and Vicky, which I thought it was, it was still very good. 
It was very good. Um, I mean, that, it was, that is that is that is good as the match of Drew McIntyre last year, but it yeah. was still like for Biggie's game, like him having these type of matches, it does help him out a lot as a singles competitor. And that was a strong, solid main event type. It of was match. not it not was. not much of a like a title match, but more like you know just a good main event match. Yep. You know, it, like they were holding back for something more, which was cool. What I love the most about it is that they kept it to just only them. That was mm-hmm. it. There was yeah. no, there was no running, no, no chicanery, no, was, no, no right. interference, none of no, that, no, none of that bullshit. Not even post match. It was just a night. Like, that was it, right? Match. And I'm fine with that. That was yep. good. And I enjoyed that a lot, you know. And and, and and Survivor Series itself was a good show. It was a fun show. It was, you know. I mean, it was what you expect. It's in the grandiose era of WWE. You know, I know it was The Rock's 25th anniversary. Yeah. I know. It was in New York City. Yeah. I know. Yeah. The, yeah. All signs, it was too fucking obvious that all signs pointed to, hey, The Rock should show up on the show when he, he did. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and I remember I had months ago, I had originally predicted that, that in, in my in my armchair booking mm-hmm. that uh, that he would show up um, at this event. And, and at the time, I had every reason to believe that it was a possibility, but uh, but his presence was there, though. <laughs> his presence was not, uh, it's not like it wasn't there um, throughout the many commercials and shilling for his uh, Red Notice movie. That's on Netflix. So, um, so they probably watch that. I'll watch Are it. You watch a movie? I'll watch it. I mean, I'm, I love Ryan Reynolds, too. So, yeah, uh, yeah, it's um, Gal Gadot is in there, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too. Yep, yep. She's in there, too. So, I mean, I give it a try. It can't hurt. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, this is like, this is a, a fine, decent Friday night viewing, you know, type exactly. Yeah. You know, yeah. you know, not, I'm not expecting anything grand. I'm not no. expecting you know, Oscar worthy performances. Not at it's all. It's just the, the usual rock bullshit. <laughs> it's going to be okay. That's it. That's <laughs> it, man. I mean, but, and, and then obviously, um, I, I, I like the, and I guess they had the tea leaves, you know, with the whole, that, that egg, that Cleopatra egg. That that Vince had in his office, and yeah. he called Roman into there, and Roman was like so unfazed by it. But oh, then the, the, you saw, you heard the line. No, you heard the line. We said that Vince said um, it was a gift from the Rock, and yeah. it was worth one hundred million dollars. Yeah, and Roman replies like, "Hmm, that that's probably the that should be the length of my next contract." <laughs> <laughs> but but then I was like, <laughs> but then. What ha- then Roman brings out the rock bottom in, in the match. Yeah. I was like, bro. All right, guys. We we see what you guys are doing. All right. It, it, we get it. Wink, wink. We get it. But, <laughs> I mean, but, you know. But uh, I mean, I it, it, would have been, it would have been even funnier if he uh, took one of his, um his, his took his, uh, his Superman punch glove off. And yeah. He proceeded to go for the people's elbow. Right. <laughs> right. Right, man. And like for me also, you know, when he had, when I saw that segment with Vince and, and Roman Reigns and, and he was talking about, oh, this and I when I saw a golden egg, I'm like, yeah, Vince, we know that's your golden egg match. We know that. That is your that's your million dollar match right there. That is your golden egg. Yeah. The rock I mean, and that's, race. That's a hell of a that's a hell of a metaphor. If that's the exactly. case. Exactly. Um, that, that was the first thing that came to my mind when I was I'm like, okay, like I get it. That's your golden egg match, Vince. We we know about this, but but um, but but overall, I think 
for me, um, the the women's match with Becky and Charlotte, that was a pretty good match. I enjoyed that. It was just a straight up fight. I thought that match was fantastic. It was a straight up fight, back and yeah. forth. Um, you know, no dumb shit. And, you know, them trying to out heal each other in the end works within their character. Yeah. It works yes. within this, you know, they, just who they are. So it was perfect. Uh, uh, For me, it was fine. Uh, it was fine. It was a very different, it was a very, very different match. It was a great start to the show. Exactly. Um, you know, exactly. the crowd was super hot for it. You know, I feel like it was, it was definitely one of their better matches. I still have their uh, their match at Evolution, the last woman standing match, just at the top. But this, yeah. was, this was really good. This yeah. was definitely a really good match uh, to start the show. And uh, the, men's, the men's eliminations match was good, too. Um, you know, yeah, they I gave mean, both Survivor Series matches a lot of time, as, as usual. Uh, and, yeah. you know, they got, they got to work. Um, you know, like it's like... When Corbin got eliminated in the men's match and mm-hmm. Carmella got eliminated in the women's match, it's like the actual match began. <laughs> and, yeah. and they started they got the wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> uh and um and that and it was good. And you know, what I got out of that men's match is like um Jeff Hardy's probably gonna be the stopgap for Roman until, you know, whatever comes up for him for Royal Rumble WrestleMania. Like Jeff is gonna be the next challenger in some way. Yeah, which is cool. Yeah, you know, Jeff, Jeff, Jeff is going to be the the Jeff is going to be the place hold challenger until you know Drew McIntyre you know gets his um eventual shot at at, at Roman Reigns, um, which who I still feel is going to be the one that winds up winning the belt from Roman Reigns. Um, in the end, I don't know what pay per view that is may happen on. Um. It won't happen on that day one pay per view. I know that for sure. Um, I don't know. Rumble, Rumble is a good possibility, um, and I think everything you know is like we said before. Everything is dependent on the Rock schedule. If they can get the Rock and Reigns match for this for next WrestleMania over there in AT and T Stadium, then um, I can see a scenario where Roman loses the title at uh, the Rumble. But if that is not happening. Then I can see Roman losing the belt to to Drew at Mania. So like those are the two scenarios that I, I, I see that's left as far as what possible ways or when Roman may lose the title. Because um, mm-hmm. either way, whether it's at the Rumble or whether it's at WrestleMania, Roman is beating Brock Lesnar's consecutive yeah. reign with the title. Like that's yeah, and, that's that's and, the end and, game. And Brock, and Brock is still involved in all this as well, too. That is true. So we don't know. Brock, I can see Brock being the person like he shows up in a Royal Rumble. I can see that happening. You know, or maybe, or maybe he's he gets a rematch, or maybe that's a day one, you know, the match right there. I don't know. Now, I'm, I'm interested in seeing what's going to go happen for day one because that looks like it's going to be a big show. It, I think, and they're going to treat it as such because I don't think there's a pay per view that's happening in December. So I think. They're going to treat day one as kind of like that December uh, pay per view, but that just gets pushed back, just you know, to celebrate the, the new year. Yeah. Um, so you got two. So you got two pay per views in in um in January. Then you got the regular, I guess you know, elimination chamber. Did they have an elimination chamber one this year? I can't remember. Uh, I believe they did have the okay. chamber. Um, okay. Yeah, it was probably still during the Thunderdome era. Yeah. So. You know, back so like in February or or in March because Mania is in April. So I don't I don't know how they how they they always switch shit up and add new pay per views. At least any pay per view is better than Great Balls of Fire. But um, 
but I think what's going to wind up happening again, <laughs> like those two, those are the two probabilities as far as Reigns losing the title. Um, but to, to bring it back, one last thing uh, on, on Survivor Series. My personal favorite match of the night um, out of all of them was the tag team match with RK Bro and, and the Usos. I think those yeah, four. That was good too. They, they, those four have great chemistry. Um, and people love the shit out of them, RK Bro, man. Like, people love the shit out of it. And Randy Orton. You over know, like Rover, man. Yeah, man. Like, I mean, they're over like Rover. I mean, Randy Orton, man, the, the most pay per views matches in, in WWE history. Like, Wow. <laughs> wow. Like, damn. All right. Really? Like, I wonder who he passed. It had to have been Cena. It was Kane. Kane. Out of, well, okay. Yeah. All right. He passed Kane. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I could see Kane being the, all right. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. You know, it was either, like, and I didn't even think about it because I don't know. Like, I always thought it was Cena, but but then I thought about because like Kane, yeah, yeah. I guess I always kind of forget those ECW years that he was there. <laughs> uh, when he was the ECW t- champion, so I was like, I guess I kind of forget that part. But damn, that's crazy. That's wild. Who is, uh, so I wonder, I got to see who is. So Orton is number one. Kane is number two. Who is number three? That's. Uh, I don't know. I I I haven't checked the record books like that. Yeah, I can ask a friend of mine. Yeah. He, he'll probably know those stats more than I would. I want to say it's probably somebody like Triple H or something like that, man. I, I guess. I don't know. It could be That's... a mid-carder like Hardcore Holly. Who knows, man? Wow, you're right. <laughs> it, could, <laughs> it could be, yeah. How do you like him now, right? <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, but yeah, I, I, it's... It's it's remarkable. It's really remarkable, and it goes to show to the longevity of of Randy or- Orton's character and the whole evolution, wink wink of 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 him. And, oh, and yeah. you know, it, it, it's uh, everything that Triple H had said back in two thousand and three has been fulfilled with the whole evolution yeah. promo. You know, so yeah, 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 both Orton and Batista, they they, they came through. They came through. Flair is Flair. Triple H, you look at him and, and and you know everything that he's doing, and you know, hey, it goes I, to show, honestly, man. I, honestly, with, with with that whole um, you know that OVW core for of Orton, Cena, Batista, and Lesnar, they they all fulfilled the prophecy of what they were going to be, which is fucking crazy, they, man. They did. They you did. Know, they're, they're the, they're the four I pillars <laughs> of that era of that ruthless aggression. They're the four. They're the four pillars, but damn it, man! I will always say the 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 person that I always will have the most love for is Shelton Benjamin, man. Oh like yeah, that that that's you know I I understand everybody everybody focuses on them four guys as they should, but man, like you can't just you can never just leave out Shelton Benjamin in there. Man. Hey, hey like, yo, shout out Shelton Benjamin though, man. He's still here. He's still with us, dog. That's it, right? <laughs> right. He is still there, man. You looking know what? the he same. Should. Looking the same, man. He, he should be looking the same. I'm like, he's like, I think he's like going into, he's in his mid 40s now. And he's still, possibly, looks like man. He came in in 2003. It's like, it's incredible. You know, you know, Black definitely no crack when it comes to him, man. 
<laughs> no, man. Not, not when it comes up to him, for sure, man. Let me see. He is 46. 46. See what 46. Sean Benjamin is 46. That's amazing. That's incredible, man. Hey, man. Kudos to him, man. Kudos to him. Love, love seeing stuff like that, man. But if you are, I will... Before we wind up closing this out, I will say as a suggestion to anybody that, that is a wrestling fan, um, if you do have Peacock, um, do follow that that um the uh Ruthless Aggression documentary thing that, that they have out all. there. It, it is, is a really good sh- it, it's really great. Um I loved how I loved season one. I had started <laughs> I had started watching season two, but my smart ass started watching episode five of season two um, <laughs> instead of just watching number one. For whatever reason, I thought that was the first one that they had put out there of season two, which, like I said, um, I'm watching that thing ass backwards. Uh, but uh, but from what I saw from that episode, which I almost had just finished it, actually, before we started recording, yeah. um, it, it, it's great. It's lovely. And you can kind of see that they're going to possibly make a third one. Um, out of that, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Because really, after the after after that time period, I mean, really, you're just coming into the NXT era. It's no longer ruthless aggression. But I digress. Maybe if they want to make an epilogue after it, I guess then they can do yeah. that. Um, but um, but yeah, regardless. Um, like I said, uh, just want you know, think we touched all the bases for it that we wanted for this episode. Um, so you know, to wrap this up. Um, so um, so. You know, anybody that's listening, um, happy Thanksgiving. Um, whether you celebrate it or not, that's, you know, the yeah, happy to turkey you. day, y'all. Yeah, yeah. And there are people that don't like turkey. There's a lot of people that don't want to talk about turkey, but I will say this macaroni and cheese, that is the most important. Mm-hmm. That is and more cranberry important sauce, than turkey. too. I, I enjoy the cranberry sauce, you know. Ah, cranberry I sauce. Mac and, ah. cheese and, and, and turkey. I like combining all three at once. Nah, just, man, just, you, just just chomping it down. Nah, man, you gotta you gotta have the the, the, the yams, man. The yams too, and mac and know. cheese. The yams and mac and cheese Some, when they just you know, come together. I, sometimes you know, I grow, you know, I get everything on the plate, and I just use my fork and I just stab on each part and just put it all on my fork and I just just <laughs> go through it, man. You know, make make that one big one big um combo combo bite. <laughs> That's right, that's right, man. But uh, but yeah, wherever wherever you're celebrating um Thanksgiving at, you know, um, happy Thanksgiving to everybody, uh, and their families, and and I hope you guys enjoy it. Um, same to you, man. Um, you know, hope you have a good one. And um, uh, any any specific, uh, I know you had touched on the football. You said what you was gonna do for that, but um. You know, but but any specific plans as far as uh you know where you're celebrating it at this year? Uh, I'm just gonna uh, celebrate with my lady again. Um, that's okay. that's all I've been doing since I moved down here. Just gotcha. Uh, we we'll we go and um grab some stuff from Honey Big Cam. Just, you know, the apartment's not big enough to really cook a lot. Gotcha. So we'll just um grab some stuff from Honey Big Cam. And now you know Popeyes, they have the um homestyle mac and cheese. So uh, I'm going to, uh, you know, try to co- grab me a couple of bowls of that, you know, you know, it's, you know, have it chill up in the refrigerator. And then when it's daytime for it, just heat them things up in the oven. And, you know, we'll have our makeshift Thanksgiving dinner. 
There you go, man. However you, you know, do we gotta, it. Gotta, gotta make, you got to make it work somehow. You know, we're going to grab the patty pies. We're going to grab, you know, <laughs> you know, you know what we can. You know, unfortunately, you know, it does make me miss um, being in Richmond. Because, mm-hmm. you know, we go to Wawa, you know, weeks before Thanksgiving or weeks after, too. And we grab them turkey bowls or the turkey sandwiches. Yeah, yeah. Man, best thing ever, man. It, it, unfortunately, there's nothing like that down here, which is which is very disappointing, man. They, Atlanta got to get on that. Now, they're missing out on some good money not having no turkey bowls, man, or Thanksgiving bowls like at, a, at the Speedway or something. <laughs> man, well, you know what, man? Got Make it be known, man, whatever spot. Like I say, I, I've never been to Atlanta. I've never been been to that area, so I, I have no knowledge or opinion on any of the stuff that's around it, man. But if uh, whatever place, if they got if something, whatever similar to Wawa, whatever the case may be that they have down there, man, make it be known to them, like, yo, y'all need to start making some turkey bowls. So, but no, uh, but me, that's for sure. But uh, me for 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 me, um, it's going to be uh, regular Thanksgiving as usual. Um, uh, I'll be spending with my parents. Um, you know, for, for, for me is a, you know, more special year spending with them than, than, than the past years, uh, you know, spend it with my girl. Um, you know, we yeah. just, um, you know, and I'll do my, probably do my, uh, my annual ritual of going to the gym in the morning, get that mm-hmm. morning workout and then going straight to the parents and start grubbing and eating, man. Cause my mother does not like to wait. She For is sure. not one of those people that she is, she doesn't. I mean, it's only just me, her, and my father now these mm-hmm. days. So, um, since my sister moved down to the Atlanta area, um, okay. So, so it, it's should be shouldn't be a lot. Um, you know, may visit uh, a couple other spots or whatever. Make my friends be known. Go around, be merry, have a couple of drinks, make myself. Uh, large amounts of plates of food and i'll be happy you know i'll be straight with that and then um you know me starting this new job i don't got work on friday so that's awesome i, I don't have to do oh, anything on friday so i could just well, uh I, I, I mean i'll be working from home so that's just as good you know i mean i'm chilling like i'm not doing doing a whole lot you know the fact that i'm just gonna be at home that's good enough for me yeah hey man hey that's shit working from home if you work from home that that's that's a win right there if you ain't really got to do a lot, you know, um, and then I will say, though, um, on Friday, uh, my hockey team, the Islanders, we do have uh, meetups all around the country and a couple of overseas. We got to meet up. Hey, hey, down. Hey, don't, we, don't they have those Thanksgiving, like post Thanksgiving games as well? Yeah, right we, we, have, we, we have we have a um, game on Friday. Um, okay. We do have a game on Friday night, I believe. Um we do over here in Richmond. We have just established a meetup group over here. Um, this is going to be so. So this is going to be technically it's going to be the yeah. third one, but it's that second official one that the actual that is recognized and sponsored by the actual team itself. Um, mm-hmm. We do we do have one down in Atlanta. Um, you know, oh, okay. We do have a follow. Like we're all over the place, man. We really are all over the place. It, um, I, I saw some photos, man. It looks pretty cool. Yeah, 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 man. Mm-hmm. Like we we just. We're, we're around. We a lot of us are transplants. That's why, you know. So, uh, but yeah. So uh, I'll, I'll be I'll be doing that on Friday night um, over here on uh, Gus's um, on Broad Street, um, right near uh, the Boulevard, right across the street from um, the Science Museum. Um, so um, yeah. So 
If you're in the Richmond area, if you listen to this podcast, and if you're an Islander fan, even if you're a hockey fan, come through. Gus is on broad, I think, at 7 o'clock. Uh, I'll be there um, with my damn Falcon Smash beer and probably have a cheesesteak, even though uh, it's Thanksgiving, the day after Thanksgiving. Uh, but hell with it. But uh, but anyway, man, on that note, appreciate everybody listening. Continue listening. Uh, you know where to find us on Twitter. Uh, know where to find us on Instagram, him, rappers and actors, me, Moby Knowing, yes, Instagram, sir. No Words Barcast. And for the love of, please uh, listen, I've been slacking. I know with this Facebook thing, but it has been very hectic th- this whole month. And I probably won't get a break yeah. to really work on that um, until maybe a couple of weeks from now. So there's a lot of updating I need to do. Um, same thing with the Instagram page. Uh, but we're going to make this happen. We're going to make this work one way or another. So shout out to everybody. All love. Peace. Um, and just take care. Be safe, everybody, With uh, if you're traveling. And um, whatever you do, do it responsibly. All right? So uh, until the next episode, shout out to Dr. Dre. We are out. Take care. R.P. Young Dolph, man. Yes, sir. Getting paid, young man, getting paid.